Welcome to Solve This Murder. I'm your detective, Bill. And I'm your crime scene criminal and witnesses, Danny. We're on part four of The Hairdresser Homicide. In part three, we discovered that Fiona Sainsbury claims never to go out to get her hair done and says she has not once been to hair amazement. The victim's brother, Anthony, showed up, having heard of the murder from Pearl, whom he was secretly dating. And we discovered that not only does Anthony gain a lot from the murder, inheriting the business and Liv's exclusive list of clientele, and he also lied about not being in the area yesterday. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, okay. He had a message from Pearl from yesterday saying, like, I'm outside, where are you? Like, let's meet up, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I, 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 objection, objection. Man, he can't believe this is all happening at once. Anthony. Uh-huh. I would like to ask you a question. It's a question I've already asked you, but oh, I God. thought perhaps maybe you'd like a second go. Okay. So were you, what were you doing yesterday? Um, um... I don't remember. You weren't in the area yesterday? Nope. You didn't meet Pearl yesterday here? She didn't say um, that she was outside and you met up and you were right here, right here yesterday, right here in front of this shop? Not right here in front of this shop. Where were you yesterday, Anthony? A few blocks over near the train station. Oh, you were at the third location of Jenna's Diner, <laughs> near the station. It's the best one. And uh, were you meeting up with Pearl there? A little bit. Okay. All right. Let's get this straight, Anthony. Look, it was, it's a total coincidence. I promise. Like, I, I, I really promise. I know that can't possibly sound good. That's why I lied about it, right? That, well, that makes well, sense, right? Anthony, you can't convince me it's a coincidence unless you give me every sordid little detail. <sighs> uh, um, look, you already... You know most of it, I guess. Um, it was getting a little bit more desperate than I let on. I just had to move back home with my parents, looking yep. after them. I told you how old they are, right? Yes, your father is 90 and your mother is an unspecified age but feels 90. That's quite painful and it's not just that. Liv owns their family home now and she is not happy that I'm back in it. It's, it, it wasn't great. Things aren't going well. She keeps pushing me and pushing me and I swear I was going to be homeless. So I really pushed Pearl to give me some information. Uh, she, no, she, I mean, she just didn't. In fact, she kind of bragged a little bit in a, I know something you don't know sort of way. Mm. Like she just. She was saying she knew everything, but nope, it was business trade secrets and she couldn't tell me. But maybe one day, like if we got married or something, but though that's wild, that's nothing like what was happening. Like that wouldn't happen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't marry her just for business secrets. Mm, right? Wouldn't you, Anthony? No, no. Wouldn't you? No. Wouldn't you? I don't think so. Okay, that's fair. Interesting. So Pearl is claiming to know a lot about the business. I wonder how much she actually does know. I would like to, to, to bring our minds back, our collective audience minds, back, back to an earlier instance. We know that Pearl is incredibly competent, 
on a computer. And by incredibly competent, I mean competent enough that she can type well and find people's information on Google. <laughs> so, so pretty good. She was a razor goog. Razor goog. We know that Pearl is a razor goog. We also know, I believe, and I wanna, I wanna be sure here. I'm done. So I'm also asking for your input on my own memory, Danny. Mm-hmm. Is Liv kind of bad with computers? Does she often st- accidentally stay logged in and things like that? No, that is Pearl as well. Oh, that's Pearl as well. Damn it. <laughs> All right, I got All right, nothing. Pearl is the one who is also careless about security. Okay, so Pearl is click. I thought, I thought maybe she'd gotten access to the files because Liv was bad with security, but Pearl's bad with security. I bet you that's in my notes if I actually looked at them. What you may have remembered about Liv was that she was quite open with saying, yeah, we all share a computer. Yeah, you can use it for personal time, whatever, I don't care. Yes. Sounds like I should be piecing something together that hasn't fully made sense there. But there is one shared computer, so maybe she does have access to things. Maybe she does have a full client list. What would Pearl do with that information? I don't think she'd just use it to try and force someone to marry her. That seems a bit wild, doesn't it? Maybe she would. It's not a good, it's not a healthy relationship dynamic. (laughs) You know, that's not how you want to get into a relationship. Look, if you're listening at home and you're thinking of blackmailing someone into marrying you by giving them business secrets as a reward for the marriage, that's not a healthy... It's not going to last. You're not going to be happy. You might think you're going to be happy, but once they have those business secrets, they're not going to care about you at all. She is also 19 years old. Ah, oh, poor Pearl. What a dummy. Okay. She's a well-rounded character. She's not a <laughs> dummy. I mean, maybe she is, but... That's part of her roundness. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I feel like I should get something concrete from that. That said, as you've been flicking through Anthony's phone, you mm-hmm. do notice the time is ticking on. You're due at I'm due first at Jenna's. I've got to go to the other Jenna's uh, diner. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to say, so final run. Is there anything else I need to say to Anthony? I know that he gains a lot from this murder. I know now why he's here. I've kind of got an idea of his whole dire straits that he was in and what he was hoping for, getting the information from Pearl. And that's a weird relationship there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that he was here yesterday. Does he look that, like the kind of person who could put on big black sunglasses and an Audrey Hepburn style <laughs> um, face scarf mm-hmm. and, and pretend to be Fiona Sainsbury? Look, <laughs> considering nobody has any idea what Fiona Sainsbury looks like, maybe? I'm going to see what his reaction is when I say, Anthony, do you know anything about Fiona Sainsbury? Uh, his eyes light up and goes, client? That's one of our clients, right? Wrong. Someone posing as Fiona Sainsbury is one of her clients. <sighs> Do you know anything about that, Anthony? No, Pearl mentioned that Fiona Sainsbury was coming in tomorrow afternoon, like when we had lunch together. Apparently Liv said the appointment. I, I said, hey, great, can you get her number? And all that. I was, I may have been a bit too pushy on the I subject. Think so. it Maybe. Ah, like oh, well. You try. You try what you can try. <sighs> Anthony. Okay. I guess I'll have to leave that for now. I need to get to Maddox. I have an appointment with Maddox. Good luck. Is he? Uh, He's a wealthy, wealthy man who does nothing but spend millions of dollars on constantly re-interior designing all the rooms of his mansion. That's I- all he does. I, I can't. No, uh, sorry. Secret uh-huh. meeting. Police business. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and I leave. And I jump in my little car 
uh, around the city, I have a small car. It's a mm-hmm. three-wheeler little car. Uh, it's only about three feet high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I squeeze into it. and I That whole thing can make it all the way into Jenna's one. Yes, true. And I just zoom all the way to Jenna's Great. diner. Okay. And I meet Maddox. There is no doubt whatsoever about who you are meeting. Oh, give me it a descript. The most intriguing person there. <gasps> okay. So... Uh, he is covered in like fur and snakeskin and camo things, but none of the clothing that you would expect goes with those things. Okay, so it's a camo undershirt. The shirt under his jacket is camo. Mm-hmm. The jacket itself is um, f- a fur jacket with a snakeskin trim. <laughs> Boots are fur, and his uh, little scarf is it's a snakeskin. Snake it's literally a snakeskin. Yeah. Oh, what a cool dude. And also, he, his, if you're, if you're... his hair has tips, but his hair is naturally blonde with black with tips. With black tips. Can somebody please draw Maddox? I want that fan art. Somebody please. Yeah, he also looks like he's about 40 and pulling it off. The snake skin. Yeah. <laughs> he's pulling it off a snake as I enter. <laughs> uh, he is tapping one of his fur boots impatiently, but you can't hear it. I've written fur slash... Fur slash snakeskin slash cool weirdo. Mm. Uh, God, I hope this is Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> then you hear a voice from the corner. Excuse me, it's me, Maddox. <laughs> and a small man wearing a suit and tie, disheveled brown suit. He's got a little briefcase with a piece of paper that's kind of sticking out the side. <laughs> I'm a fashion designer. It's me, Maddox. Mm-hmm. Um, I say, ah, Maddox, I assume. Yes, of course, that's me. Um, I wanted to talk to you about uh, an old friend yes, of yours. Yes, I know. You mentioned on the phone you I were did? calling from, uh, what was it called again? Hermazement. <laughs> that's right. That's the one. Uh, honestly. You, you, you know don't... what my studio is called? What is your studio called? My studio is called Nirvana. Because that's where we send you. And that's what people want to feel like when they are getting their hair treated. Because it smells like teen spirit? I don't understand. Because you want people to come as they are, and then you'll make them leave as somebody else. No, I didn't understand, because the teen spirit is the revoltingest of the scents. Well, yes, that's why I assumed you'd call your place Nirvana, because it smells terrible. I do not appreciate where this is going, sir. If you have questions for me, if you would like me to tell you what I know... (laughs) That was a good one! (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I very much had stopped listening. <laughs> Apparently so, I stopped listening to you. Mm-hmm. I was just wanting to dismiss you, yeah. so that was a good mm-hmm. good joke. Um, I'd like to talk to you about, about Olivia. Mm-hmm. I'm aware. Um, now, I hate to break the news to you, um, but maybe it'll make you be less abrasive and rude. Uh, she has died. She's with her compatriots now. Her compatriots? In hell. Oh, I see. I thought this would make you less abrasive. And less rude, but too bad you're a butthead. Um, I fire on you, sir. Don't you fire? Fire on you! <laughs> one cannot besmirch the name of one who was already a quite abysmal person, just because they have died. I suppose. Did you kill her? Certainly not. Okay, good. When did such a thing happen? You know what? It doesn't matter. I'm assuming it was in the last week or so, correct? Yes, have you been away? Well, until this morning, uh, at about, at precisely 10.33am, Sure. 
I was in a rehab clinic, watched at all, watched from all angles, 24-hour cameras. What were you rehabbing from? Being a it's loser? for a TV stint. Mm, okay, sure. It was for my carbohydrate addiction. Oh, man, this guy's the worst. I liked him because don't draw. Everybody, when you draw Maddox for us, when you draw some fan art of Maddox, can you put him in a really annoying situation where it makes him unhappy? Can you put him like... Please, I'm not really giving up the cards. Can you you picture... Can you draw him like trudging through mud going, my boots? (laughs) That's what I'd like you to do. Please. I'm not actually giving anything up. I don't actually consider it a detrimental level of addiction. But we all have to have something to keep up the facade, don't we? I take off my facade. Um, Fiona Sainsbury! It's me! Um, Okay, Maddox, you're very infuriating to talk to. Uh, Do you know anybody who may have wanted to, to hurt... Live or to, 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 to kill her? Everybody, I assume. God, worst. Okay, what is the point of you? Um, why did Danny really <laughs> want me to get to this interaction? Was she just hoping to do this voice, but he has no... He's not helpful with the, the investigation at all. Okay, um, why do you hate her so much, Maddox? Because the year was 1995. <laughs> yes, yep, okay, okay. Flashback. How long ago was 1995? 25 years? Uh, 25 years. Oh, boy. We were freshly starting at the Academy of Salonification. You're the worst, man. You sound like Madame Marble. We were apprenticing. Appre- I can't Appre- roll my eyes. Apprenticing. <laughs> no, no, stop. We're going to take another go. We're going to go until you can get that roll bar. We were apprenticing. One more time. I can't do it in the middle of a word. One more time. Go. We were. <laughs> you can do it. Go on. <laughs> we apprenticed. No, that didn't help. You thought that would help, and it didn't help. One more time. <laughs> we were stationed. No, as fed- don't you give up. <laughs> I believe in you. I can't do it. Just believe in yourself. One more try. Come on, everybody. One more try. One more try. We were apprenticed. That's okay. Sorry, uh, Maddox, can you tell, tell us more about your apprenticeship? <laughs> Where were you apprenticing? Your apprenticeship. Where was that? Under Guillermo del Lobos. Yep. Okay, sure. Yep. And I was the favorite. Sure. Because of course. of course I was. And so Guillermo shared with me all of his secrets, everything he knew. And of course, I, like the diligent student, I wrote it all down. And you know what happened then? She stole your notebook? It, somehow, not only was stolen, but used. Suddenly, I I didn't have my notebook, so I could not take on the skills that he had taught me. When am I supposed to keep it in my brain? My brain? Your brain? It worked a little. And instead, oh, who suddenly, mysteriously knows all the tricks? She's What's a thief. Live? She has an outrage, and I dare say it's not the first time. And where did that leave poor little me? I mean, presumably with the same amount of knowledge, man. You went, you did an apprenticeship. Now you know what. That's that's some people learn a different way. My references from Guillermo were not they to were the wedged. satisfaction of those that others would have. I have struggled. 
You, you think that Nirvana does amazingly right now? Oh, it's, it's just a sliver of what it could have been with the correct start. It is a constant struggle. It is a battle. This is a war. And she was the enemy combatant from the start. And that's why you killed her and searched and ran, ran, ransacked her office for the notebook? I will not be shedding any tears, and not just because of the hair Botox that I have had placed <laughs> under my eyes. <laughs> Didn't get actual, but he got hair Botox in his eyes. All right. But it was eyelash Botox? Is that what happened? <laughs> and yet it was not I who shot the fatal shot. <laughs> she wasn't shot, man. Well, there you go. That just proves it then, doesn't it? <laughs> All right. So they were apprentices together. He says that she stole his notebook and therefore all of his secrets. Have, has there been any notebooks mentioned? Don't I feel think like so. there was. Not that I know of. Okay, maybe not. Now, I will say that the, uh, the scene was not scrumbled, right? You know, like it doesn't look like anybody even searching for something. Is this to yourself? Oh, this is to myself. Yeah, sorry. Get out of here, Maddox. Put your fingers in your ears. Um, This was... I will do that for they are wax free. Fingers or ears? You decide. (laughs) There wasn't anything like... It didn't look like someone had ransacked the place. So it's not like somebody... If there is... If people are going in and then thinking, I want to kill Liv so I can find her A, list of clientele, B secret notebook that she stole from me when I was young or see some other thing I want to look for behind those mirrors that are secretly making the room twice as large. Um, they would ransack the place. They would clean the, well, they, they could go through the office and go through everything. Knock it, and I don't think they would have put it back into as, as lovely a place as it is now. I still don't know if she was killed there. My gosh, there was no blood anywhere, but it had been cleaned up. There was blood in the office and lots of cleaner in the office. She may have been killed while sitting at the computer. I know this is such a tangent. I'm just trying to piece back together these ideas. If she was... Let's, let's recreate the scene in our head, everybody. Let's zoom forward in time to when I'm in my recreation lab. Someone enters the building. They go up behind Liv while she's ticky-tacking away on her computer. She's using the computer. She's, she's doing work that she needs to do. Maybe she's coming early, maybe she's staying late. I'm still not sure of the time of death. They come up right behind her in her chair and they slit her throat from behind. For some reason, I don't because they just don't like her. She's, she's annoying. Um, she's there, she's dying. They're like, oh, now there's blood everywhere. Better deal with this. So they do what they can to, to clean up the blood. They get heaps of cleaner. I could still smell the cleaner in the office. They clean everything. They try and get all the blood away. Why? I still don't know why. Why leave the body but clean it up? Either way, they clean it up. They, they, they sit her down and they think, maybe if I leave her like this, people aren't going to notice for a while. But again, what does that get them? What does putting off but also ensuring the discovery of a body give you? Maybe the, the fact that the body is there at all is what they're trying to disguise. Right? Maybe... Maybe the cleaner isn't even real. Maybe they've just gone, I'll make it seem like I cleaned up by just like pouring cleaner everywhere. But there is still a little bit of her blood in the office section. I just can't quite make sense of it. Okay, look, um, Maddox, take your fingers out of your ears. 
Give me eight more seconds. That will complete the rejuvenation process. You're a weird dude, Maddox. Okay, so in eight seconds I say to Maddox, um, look, is there anything else I want to know from Maddox? I don't think that, I mean, look, I can ask him, do you know anything about Liv's clientele? Does he have any information about the people that she worked with that I haven't already heard? Uh, don't think that he has anything to say about that that I have listed here. So it's, yeah, so it's pretty yeah, much the same no, stuff. Nothing particular. Yeah, so cool. He gives me the same like oh shit clientele. Maybe he's angry about it. Maybe he's. I wish I had the clientele. <laughs> um. Okay, so. <sighs> yeah, he does. In fact, you know that's. Uh, he he doesn't so much do that. He just goes on a little bit of another kind of rant about his own. Woe is me. Yeah, okay, get with, out of here. Without the who were the celebrities we mentioned yesterday? Um. Oh my gosh, we just made up some celebrities, didn't we? Mm. Uh, no, I think it was Obama, Tom Hanks, That's and right. and uh, some and and Chrissy Swan. No, some Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum. Yes. Oh um, no, and Dave Hughes. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, woe, yes. Woe is me that she should be the one to get the Klums and the Obamas, and I get nothing. Man, you are way too fancy for a failing salon owner. Good on you. Good on you for living a cool life despite the, the restrictions of your business. Well, you have to dress for your, the job you want and yeah, all of that. Yeah, good. I love it. Good on you. And obviously, he gestures to his outfit. <laughs> you want to be a, a man who hunts other people for sport, <laughs> I guess. Um, all right, well, thank you. Thank you, Maddox. Yes, and... uh. Try not to contact me again if you can avoid it. I mean, I probably will. Uh, quick side note. Um, I may be misremembering, and I think I am, but did you run like a fairly popular kind of weird comedy blog in the early 2000s? <laughs> was, that, was that Maddox? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, good. I'm, I'm so sorry that didn't work out for you, Maddox. Ten, you know, you've been an apprentice. Ten years later, you thought, oh, I'm going to try my hand at blogging. Maybe only five years. I don't know when the matter Wasn't blog he on started. Um Actually? Maybe. Weird dude. Cool. All right. Thanks, Maddox. Go away. Oh, wait, no. I came to you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, we'll both leave. We'll both leave and hopefully yeah. go in different directions. Great. As soon as you've walked out the door, your phone rings. <gasps> yes, you are is... getting a call from the station. Oh, nice. I, I, I answer it. Okay. Uh, yes. Hello. Uh, uh yes. Rebecca? Uh, America, actually. Your name is America? Yeah. I've been calling you Rebecca the whole time. I'm so sorry. I, I know. It's I, I've, it's taken me this long to work up the courage to say something. Uh, look, the, the the people who were examining the body, yes. they haven't finished it yet, but we've got some preliminary notes that they've discovered. And also, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. D yes, You'll, that's it? Sorry, you want me to tell you the notes? Uh, okay, give, give, me, give me the rundown, please. Oh, okay. Uh, so, which would you like to know first about the body um there was Do you have a time of death oh yeah yeah we got that uh, about 12 hours since it was received here 12 hours since it was received wait 12 hours what time did i arrive on scene like about 1 1 15 so it got sent off maybe so middle of the, we're thinking like middle of the night mm. oh okay i've labeled these notes america i'm gonna have no idea why um okay Todd equals about 1 a.m. 
Yeah, and so okay. we've, we've also got notes here about the wound and the clothing. Uh, did you need to know either of those? Yes, tell me about the wound, please, America. Okay, uh, it was a single, na- neat, narrow slice from a sharp, small implement to the from the, from the front, it oh. said. Uh, and yeah, they, they suggest uh, shears or scissors. Interesting. That seems like a that that's something that's available in the hairdressing place. I'll have a look for those maybe. Interesting. And uh, and the clothes. Okay. So uh, using a bit of an investigation with light and chemicals, um, the shirt did at one stage have a substantial amount of blood on it that was cleaned off in a rushed but effective job. There was very little trace remaining, but the amount was clearly larger. Interesting. On the shirt. So the shirt was covered in blood. And the yeah, shirt basically had... larger than the drops, the, the tiny fragment particles mm-hmm. that remain. They must have been like so splashed out or something, so separate from each other, that it wasn't just like one little trickle of blood. It went all over the shirt. Yes. All right. So we know someone came up in front of her cut her throat with a pair of scissors. Maybe ones they literally just picked up if, if the murder did happen in the uh, at the scene. She then bled all over her shirt and then they cleaned it all up and left her there. Again, the cleaning could have just been to put off the discovery of the body. Maybe they wanted it to... S- no. Hmm. Interesting that they came up face to face. Didn't sneak up behind her. And that it was at 1am. Would she have been in the office at 1am? Do I know? And if I, if I question Pearl and, and Marley, is that outside of the norm that she would be in the office in the middle of the night? Or does she work crazily and she's always there? To the best... Someone said that she's always there, didn't they? Oh, yeah, during the workday. They oh, said during they, the workshop. Yeah, they went to she's always looking over their shoulders. Uh, but if you question Pearl and Marley about this, they will say that to the best of their knowledge... No, nobody should be around here at 1am. Interesting. Okay, look, now that I know that the murder weapon is either a, like a shears or scissors, I'm wondering if it's something that was both picked up and discarded, or maybe in, in this location. Or maybe it wasn't, maybe it was just taken and removed. Maybe there's a set of scissors where one is missing, and that's the missing murder weapon. I think finding a murder weapon is a good idea. So now that I have that as a as a framework to search the the hair amazement salon. Yep. Can I look around and see if I can find scissors that are either missing or out of place or look like they've been chemically washed recently? <laughs> All right. So uh, you take a look around, you figure out this. While you've been out, uh, people have been doing some dusting. Police people have been... <laughs> not, not <laughs> oh, cleaners. sorry. No, yeah, yeah. Been doing proper official dusting mm. uh, of things like that. And they had indeed done a bit of a sweep of anything that seemed sharp. From what they tell you, everything was in place. You recall in front of the hairdressing chairs yes. and mirrors, there are little tubs of... Of course. Uh, ...implements. And they have gone through. They have done a dust on those. All of them seem clean. Mm. There's no spots of blood or anything on there. As far as fingerprints go, they seem to have a mishmash on them. Uh, every single one has one, two, or three sets of fingerprints on it. And mm. you have a very strong suspicion 
that it's the three people who work here. Yes. Hmm. You do not find any fourth mysterious set of fingerprints anywhere. No. I mean, they figured they'd clean that up as well. Hmm. They've cleaned everything else. Isn't that funny, though? That they all have fingerprints on them and no fourth set? Well, yeah, that is weird, isn't it? Like, have they cleaned it or have they not cleaned it? True. That's interesting. Yeah, you figure, because I, wa- I, was, I was just thinking, if they had cleaned it, you'd expect there to be a pair that has no fingerprints. They haven't had been having lots of clients and doing their jobs today. Do they have anybody this morning? They did have one client this morning. You knew that. Yeah. Well, so maybe they picked up the same thing and used that. So, yeah, maybe it's one of the pairs that only has, presumably not any with Liv's fingerprints on them. But, yeah, maybe something that only has one set might be one that was cleaned and then used on a customer this morning. But I don't know if that necessarily makes them, it's an indication of like, oh, they knew and then they used those. You just picked up some scissors. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I mean, unless. Or it's a, yeah, or it is a good cover. That is true. Who's, who worked on the client this morning? Pearl. Pearl, is she covering her tracks? I don't know. Solve This Murder is created by Bill Sunderland and Danny Siller as part of the Consume This Media network. To find out more about all of our shows, you can head to consumethismedia.com. If you want to try your hand at solving this murder yourself, send your current theory in to solvethismurderpod at gmail.com and you may end up on our wall of detectives. A special thank you to Jared, Devon and Wit from the podcast Advanced Sagebrush and Shootouts for creating our theme music. And thanks to all of you for listening.